Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. that throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, joining us now to talk about all of this, Texas Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar. He is a member of the Appropriations Committee. Sir, good to have you back with us this morning. I want to start first on what thank we just so learned. Uh, thank you. Uh, this resignation uh, from General Foote saying in his resignation, I will not be associated with the United States inhumane, counterproductive decision to deport thousands of Haitian refugees. He calls the approach to Haiti deeply flawed and even warned that surging migration will only grow as we add to Haiti's unacceptable misery. Your reaction to this resignation and its impact, sir? Well, I can understand why he he, uh, did that on principle, but I can uh, also understand that at least what I understand, there's uh, at least another 30,000 Haitians in Mexico right now. Uh, There's also uh, another uh, 30,000 in Colombia also. I understand there's about 15,000 Haitians in Panama. Uh, so this surge of Haitians is not going to stop anytime soon. Now, Henry Cuellar is making so much sense, it is frightening. But the people focused on this resignation of this, uh, of this special envoy to Haiti, man, man that, is, that is not the story. That is subterfuge. Because the Border Patrol did their job, and a man who works for Border Patrol is on a horse, controlling his horse with the reins, and somebody else decides it's a whip? That's, this is all clearly a design to not have more honest conversations. When you hear this from the White House Press Secretary, Jen Psaki, First, uh, we understand and agree that this has been an incredibly heart-wrenching issue. We've watched the photos of Haitians gathering under a bridge, many with families, and the horrific video of the CBP officers on horse on horses using brutal and inappropriate measures against innocent people. I think it's important to take to address that and separately address what our immigration policies are and understand that people are combining them. But uh, that's why I asked that question. I would also reiterate that there is an invent investigation that will be completed by next week. Well, let that investigation show that this White House is interested in only getting you to forget that they left Americans for dead in Afghanistan. That's why they're focused on the Border Patrol agent doing their job and not focused on the fact that they created this border calamity. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it is so good to be with you. 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Does anybody actually think it was a whip used on Haitians at the border? I mean, really, you believe it was a whip? 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Of course it wasn't a whip. But understand that the special envoy isn't even resigning because of what the border agent was doing, which is their job. It's because we're not letting in every Haitian into the country and saying welcome. Because we shouldn't be doing that. That is absolutely something we should not be a part of. To say otherwise is... a. is a completely irrational conversation. To think that we should be saying to Haitians, yeah, sure. Huge, huge mistake. Our laws matter. The border matters. I'm going to get into more of this later. I didn't actually want to start 
with the, the, the border, uh, there were actually two things I did want to get into. The first is a recognition of China and the danger that they pose. I just had to start with this border thing because this, this quote had just come out from Representative Cuellar about the surge of Haitians. And if we don't understand that, that Biden's border policies have invited all of this, Biden's border policies have done all of this, well, then we're, we're, we're on serious people. And they want to focus on the actions of this one Border Patrol agent who I'm willing to defend, by the way, because it seems that nothing was done out, out wrong or, or improperly if they're utilizing horses, just like you see police do, mounted police, to deal with crowds. How about blaming the guy who's breaking the law? Where is the blame for him? It's always Border Patrol's fault. Ah, come on. And all of this is used as a way to get us to forget that we left Americans for dead in Afghanistan. And then the Afghans who helped us, we have absolutely left them for dead. That is what this administration is very much trying to do. But I want to get into this story about China and Twitter. Because the Washington Free Beacon is reporting that if you go on Twitter and you search for China, or I'm sorry, you search for Taiwan, what you get is a result for China. You search for Taiwan, you get a result for China. China lays a claim to Taiwan. This is absolutely part of China. It's part of, of, of one China, and Taiwan is absolutely not allowed to be independent. The people of Taiwan have no interest in communism because, well, they are bright people. China believes that Taiwan belongs to them. And watching what it is that the United States has done in Afghanistan has gotten people to believe that the hope for the, for the people of Taiwan in being able to escape the grip of their potential Chinese overlords may very well be impossible. Absolutely, positively impossible. If you've ever looked on a map to where this is, uh, head south of Shanghai. So you're, you're, you're certainly a far away from Beijing. And there, in the East China Sea, where it really meets the South China Sea, is Taiwan. Oh, it's a short little trip. It's a short little trip to being able to control this island. Right there is the Taiwan Strait that breaks up China and Taiwan. China wants to control this and sees the opportunity to do so. Because what's the United States going to do? Stop them? Get in the way? Pretend that they have some kind of moral authority? Under Joe Biden? Stop it! No one's buying into that. No one buys into the idea that Joe Biden has any strength whatsoever. So you are going to see, just like you saw to the south, Hong Kongers get absolutely destroyed. You will see Taiwan fall. And people think this can happen faster than was originally thought. As if it was a, always a fait accompli. And possibly within five years. Now, is that going to be the case? I don't know. But you think of all the places and all the ways and all the areas that things happen faster than the Biden administration thought. The Biden administration, they thought that, the, that uh, Afghanistan would last for at least a couple of years. No one thought the Taliban was going to be able to move so quickly. 
we hear about this in, 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 in other places. Oh, we knew that, you know, Haitians were coming, but we didn't know the Haitians were going to move so quickly. They, they always don't know that people are going to move. They think everyone walks like Biden does. I don't know. Yes, people move quickly. And why shouldn't China test the strength of the United States and the, the value system of the United States? So they could very well be taking Taiwan. Twitter is absolutely part and parcel of the problem. Just like when you see airlines that have flights to Taiwan, many of them have now called it uh, Taiwan, China. They won't call it just Taiwan because they don't want to lose the routes to China. They're so desperate for the dollar. I am a capitalist. I have never believed that capitalism means that national security doesn't matter, nor have I ever believed what people, I think, ignorantly believe, that it's all about money, 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 money. No, 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 no. Capitalism is uh, the opportunity to live your life the way you see fit to the moment of your happiness without the concept of acceptance. It is certainly about open markets. But no one ever said that there isn't a thought process that goes into it. The people who would like to make that kind of claim, oh, they're just about the money. Well, these are the authoritarians, the socialists, the communists, the real despicable people out there who don't understand the value of competition and markets to create wealth. And from wealth, you create good, valuable societies that want to thrive and build. Capitalism has done more for Africa than anything any of these groups complaining and moaning and, and kvetching about have ever done. Just to give that one example, the multiple nations of Africa are better off when capitalism gets introduced and gets flowing. All societies are better off when they are not under the yoke of the state. I've, I've been a believer in this uh, for, for a, a great number of years. This is, is something that is of tremendous value and tremendous importance. It doesn't mean that you don't have a thought and a, and a, and a recognition of right and wrong. Of course not. If you're more interested in the Chinese market than you are in the lives of Hong Kongers and Uyghurs, you're doing it wrong. Oh, hi, NBA. I mean, that's just the way it is. There's a great example of it. Twitter was, is more interested in having access to the markets than they are in, in saying that the, the people of Taiwan have a right to determine their lives and their future. The United States needs to start rolling these things back and reining these things in. Starting with drug manufacturing. Starting with manufacturing in general. We take a look at computer chips. You know where we are with computer chips? Beats the bloody hell out of anybody. The chip shortage is expected to cost the auto industry $210 billion in revenue in 2021. 7.7 .7 million units of production will be lost in 2021. That's up from about 4 million. So double, double the amount of dollars. And as being reported by CNBC, there's no end in sight. I've talked to uh, car dealers 
We're talking about 2023. 2023 before you get the chips. Maybe we got to figure out how to make some chips. I know what you're saying. Tony, we can't make chips. <laughs> First of all, the people who scream, we can't make chips, you might want to tell those people to stop talking. Because the only question is, why? Of course we can make chips. Now, maybe we can't make chips as well as the people of India can make chips. Ooh, now that's a conversation. But why do we go to this idea? We can't do that. Well, of course we can. All we have to do is do it. All we have to do is do it. Let's take drug manufacturing. We design drugs, formulate drugs here in the United States, but they get manufactured in China. Why? We have to make drugs here. I am not interested in what the drug company wants to do in terms of their bottom line. I'm interested in the national security of the United States of America. I didn't tell them that they couldn't make a profit. I am not opposed to them making a profit. I don't believe in excessively taxing them because they make a profit. I don't think there should be a cap to the profit that they make. You just have to make it here. That's the rule. Because that is the safety and security of the American people. If you have a problem with that, hey, that's okay. We're not interested in you selling in our market. That's our deal. Take it or shove it. We don't tell you how much money to make. But in order to ensure the safety and the security of the people who utilize that drug and not have it held hostage by the Chinese communists, it gets made here because the safety and the security of the nation actually does matter. If you tell me that that's some kind of anti-capitalist screed, I have to say to you, dear Lord, you don't even know what capitalism is. You don't know what it is. You cannot allow yourselves because, well, you know, your capitalist is, what are you going to do? They've got you. I'm a capitalist, so therefore I'm controlled by the communist Chinese. Screw those people. I don't think we're clear enough about how I feel about the communist Chinese. F these people. And the communists in any other nation. Chinese Americans, my neighbor, hi. Communists? F these people. I just want to make sure that I'm clear about the difference between the two things. When you do that, when you engage that way, when you are leading in that way, you allow yourself the opportunity to share that leadership amongst uh, the world. Something that Joe Biden didn't do in the U.N. speech. When you have that type of leadership capability and capacity, and other nations do indeed respect it, you're then able to look at adversaries like China and say, hey, leave Taiwan alone. I get it. We're not Taiwan. Ooh, maybe, maybe it's none of our concern. I am not suggesting at this moment that we go to war for the sake of Taiwan. I'm suggesting that we are all much more better off if Taiwan is free. If only because it's an embarrassment to the communist Chinese and will hurt them and hopefully lead to their destruction. Because after all, F these people. Strength, vigor, a mentality of greatness. These things matter. So us having control of our own lives and our own manufacturing matters greatly as well.
And yes, that's going to involve telling some companies, sorry, that's just the way it is. But that's just the way it is for the safety and the security of the nation, which will end up being the safety and the security of the globe. Yes, the border is an extremely important deal, and I'm going to get into more of that. But we should know that there are other things going on. We should know where the dangers are and that we can take them, handle them, and overcome them if we're just honest about it and willing to be honest with each other. I'm Tony Katz. Peyton Manning, Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer, Monday Night Football sensation, bourbon maker. Now, you guys know that I'm, I'm a fan of, of the bourbon. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. I also have a show called Eat, Drink, Smoke. I review cigars and bourbon and food, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. It, it, it's a weekend show. We're on 70, 70 stations across the country. It's uh, lo- love it. Uh, we're, we're on. Uh, we're going to be on uh, in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. KRMG. Very excited about that. Our, our weekend show plays on on KRMG. We're we're everywhere, producer Ari. We're all over Tulsa. Woo! We are the future of Tulsa. Thank you. Thank you very much. But Peyton Manning, of course, the Indianapolis icon, and we, of course, that's home. India's home. This is where we broadcast out of, and he has got a a bourbon that he's uh, releasing. And it's called Sweeten's Cove, and Sweeten's Cove is named after a really weird nine hole golf course. Like it's a, a it's a really odd odd spot um, in uh, South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. P i t t s b u r g. There's no H. It's it's not like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and so it's it's named uh, after that. It's it's an interesting mash bill. So the mash bill is what are the grains used to make the bourbon? And to be bourbon, you have to be 51% corn. This is 84% corn. 8% rye, 8% malted barley. That's huge on the corn. That is, that is going for, a, 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 a in my view, a massive bit of sweet is what he's trying to get out of that. And Andy Roddick is involved. It's pretty interesting. Sweetens Cove. So I, 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 whenever you see like an actor or an athlete doing this, you got to ask yourself, is this a shtick? This seems to be a real project to create a, to create a good bourbon. Um, but I won't know until Peyton comes on the show and, and has a drink with me and talks about it. Until he does that, it, it, I, wouldn't, I can't suggest it. So Peyton, we're right here. I'm Tony Katz. Jen Psaki just announcing, White House Press Secretary, uh, they're, they're uh, suspending the use of horses on the southern border. <laughs> These are not serious people. Oh, they used a whip against a Haitian man. No, they didn't. It's a lie. Yet one photo and a lie told about it just changed policy. These are not serious people. They're not good people. They're not decent people. Who defends them? Honestly, no, 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 I'm asking. Who defends them? Give me an argument. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 
833-468-8669. Tell me why you defend this administration. I, I, by the way, I will admit, I dare you to tell me it was a whip. I dare you. Double dare you. I triple dog dare you. Good Lord. We're going to put an end to that. We know that that is nonsense, just like we know that this from Speaker Pelosi is complete and total nonsense. Part ...within your own party to move forward with a vote on Monday. We take it one day at a time, but I'm confident that we will pass both bills. On yep. Monday? Yes, sir. I just want to ask you about the Women's Health Care Protection Act. The Archdiocese of San Francisco yeah. and the Archbishop of San Francisco warns that the bill is nothing more than a child's sacrifice, and he calls on Catholics to fast and pray to defeat this bill. You're Catholic. Your reaction? Yeah, I'm Catholic. I come from a pro-life family not active in that regard, uh, different in their view of a woman's right to choose than I am. In my right to choose, I have five children in six years and one week. And I keep saying to people who say things like that, when you have five children in six days, six years and one day, we can talk about what business is of any of us to tell anyone else to do. For us, Stop it, you crazy lady. You having five children in six years means nothing to the conversation of whether or not someone is pro-life or pro-choice or whether or not your religion uh, provides for you a, a sense of, of where you are on this subject. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make you special. The person who only has one child... They don't have as much of a say. What if they have one child, but they also... See, I'm going to get in trouble for the way I say this, so please understand the way I mean it. What about the woman who has one child and had five miscarriages? Because people are going to say, well, those those are children. And I'm not... You note I stopped myself to make sure we were all on the same page for the thing. Does that woman not have the same right to engage a conversation as you? It's just, it's this, it's this laughable moment of radicalness. Anything to throw in there. It is in the same way President Biden brings up Bo when he wants to be able to deflect from a subject. You, Joe Biden, do not understand what it's like to lose a child at war. You don't. You know what, what tragedy is. I don't disagree with this. Or I, I wouldn't want what has happened to you. I don't want it for you, sir. But when you bring up Bo on this, that, and the other, the president understands strategy, your secretary, your press secretary is saying that, I lost my son. It's not the same as when you lose your son on the battlefield, lose your daughter on the battlefield. It's just not. So this is a nonsense argument from, from Speaker Pelosi. Not, there's so much nonsense out there. It's nonsense from Jen Psaki in the Department of Homeland Security. We're going to stop? We're going to stop having horses? Why in the world would we stop using horses? Maybe we should shut down the border. That would solve the problems. We shut down the border, and that way Border Patrol can't be rude to anybody or something. I get it, guys. I get it. 
it is unbelievably, unbelievably frustrating. I'm totally there with you. Now, something that isn't frustrating but is rather interesting is that there were prosecutors looking at the footage from January 6th in the Capitol, and they want to make sure that um, that footage didn't get out into the world. They were taking a look at this footage, and they're like, no, we don't want this footage to get out. We don't want this footage shown because it's showing different vantage points from the Capitol, and we think that could be very dangerous if people see this. So they were they were working hard, the U.S. Capitol Police, U.S. Attorney's Office, they were trying to control the footage of the closed-circuit video from the Capitol from January 6th. A judge has concluded that their argument that, hey, if you show this footage, you could be putting bad actors, giving information to bad actors, and they can plan some future assault on the building. A judge said, yeah, that's speculative. The public has a strong interest in seeing the videos uh, that uh, are, are out there. So now the videos are getting released. And one of the videos that's out there certainly does show people, you know, entering and they, 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 they broke the glass and they're, and they're breaking into the door and opening the door for other people. Doing the whole thing. One guy's kicking a door open. I'm watching it. But nobody's got a weapon. Nobody's running around setting things on fire. It's just, it's not there. At least this first video that you're starting to see everywhere, man. It doesn't seem crazy. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I don't approve of it. We should be totally clear. But people didn't want the videos getting out there didn't want the videos getting out there. Thought that it was a massive problem. I don't think it's a massive problem to show people what happened. Not what you want to show them. What actually happened. I oppose the riot. I oppose breaking into the Capitol. I do not oppose showing people it. If you oppose showing people what happened, you're kind of saying, we'd rather just you listen to our story. (laughs) As opposed to seeing it for yourself and being able to come up with your own story. This brings us to maybe, I, I, I would argue it could be one of the more important stories in America, in the world. And I have the feeling that's going to get brushed right on by. Now, you could show me evidence to the contrary. I will pay attention to everything. This is about how COVID was formed. How it left the lab, the Wuhan uh, virology lab in Wuhan, China. I do not believe at this moment that this was purposefully leaked as a way of it being an attack, right? Utilized as, as, as a weapon. I do believe that it leaked from the Wuhan lab because these communists don't know how to do anything. And I do believe that Senator Rand Paul has been correct and the data shows him correct and the, and the, the writings show him correct that the Wuhan lab was involved in gain-of-function research. Gain-of-function would be how a, you, you work a virus to be able to, well, make the jump. 
from animals to humans, gain function, gain the ability to grow. I'm giving a very, very poor man's definition there, but something we can all work with and utilize. And of course, we, the United States, should not have been funding it. And Dr. Fauci's very weak excuse that we did not fund the Wuhan lab, it's an unbelievably weak, weak excuse. Of course we did. We did it by funding a group called Echo Health. One of the people with Echo Health is a guy by the name of Peter Daszak, D-A-S-Z-A-K. And Peter Daszak is not to be trusted. Wuhan Virology Lab never did anything wrong. They don't even know how to do something wrong. Everything they do is perfect, and they're all so handsome, and they're all so beautiful, and they're great dancers, and they sing like a bird. They sing. You've never heard such singing. Have you tried the honey cake? Oh, my God. you got to try the honey cake. Best in the city. Like like anything. Anything that the Wuhan Lab does. Oh, chef's kiss. Absolutely perfect. The Telegraph is reporting out of the U.K., that Wuhan scientists were attempting to release or trying to release enhanced airborne coronaviruses into the Chinese bat populations to inoculate them against diseases that could jump to humans. This is from a grant proposal from 2018. Picture what it is that they're doing. They know that the bats contain these coronaviruses, and yes, they study the coronaviruses. No, we think of coronaviruses as COVID. Coronavir- the common cold is a coronavirus, right? They're, 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 they're everywhere. So what they ask themselves is, could we release something that will then infiltrate the bat and the bat populations and therefore render the diseases in them harmless to humans if a human should be infected? So if it should jump to humans... It would have no effect on humans. That's what they were attempting, according to this grant proposal from 2018. Now, I know what you're saying, and you know what I'm saying, which is, holy crap, we're going to launch things into the air and hope it works? That's crazy. We should take a moment to note that we, not being scientists, wouldn't know how many times this has or has not happened in the past. We would not know off the, off the cuff without any bit level of, of research based on what we do versus what scientists do, whether or not this is considered something that's already been tested and tried and something we do not do because of X, Y, and Z, or it doesn't fit a certain protocol. As rational people, we could be like, oh, that sounds nuts. Because it does. It sounds nuts. So these documents show that 18 months before the first COVID-19 cases appeared, these researchers had submitted plans to release these skin-penetrating nanoparticles, novel chimeric spike proteins, of these bat coronaviruses into these cave bats in areas in China. And then they wanted to create viruses that were genetically enhanced to infect humans more easily and requested $14 million from DARPA to fund the work. DARPA is a Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. DARPA turned them down. The papers are confirmed by a former member of the Trump administration as genuine. They wanted to get to a place that would make it easier for the virus to enter human cells i know this all sounds completely nuts but the bid was submitted by peter daszak of eco health alliance 
And that's how the funding for Wuhan was happening. And as Fauci says, it was only $600,000. If you got funded six hundred, dollars you know what? You know what I could get producer Ari to do if I fund him $600,000? Correct answer is anything. Anything. If you told producer Ari, I don't care what you're doing, here's $600,000. Are you showing up for work tomorrow, producer Ari? Who are you? That's correct. That's correct. So they act like it's no big deal. Well, it's no big deal in government money, but it's a big deal to you, me, and we. So as I said, DARPA refused to do this funding. They said, I'm quoting here, it is clear that the proposed project led by Peter Daszak could have put local communities at risk. And they warned that the team had not considered the dangers of enhancing the virus or releasing a vaccine by air. Now, releasing a vaccine by air, we all that's the part where we're like, okay, that's crazy. But enhancing the virus can be said differently. Gain of function. What this paperwork is showing is that Dazic, through the Wuhan Virology Lab, was discussing openly the idea of -of gain-of-function research, that same research that Dr. Fauci told Senator Rand Paul was absolutely not happening, and he told Rand Paul, you do not know what you are talking about. Oh, wagging his little Dr. Fauci finger at Senator Rand Paul. Well, this story should be giant. Now, I'm willing to have anybody say to me, hey, we've got three more papers that have come out or three more bits of reporting that come out that discount this. I'll, I'll always listen. I'm always listening. But this wasn't something that somebody just threw out there. They've got quotes. They've got the, the, um, the, 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 the leaked grant proposals. This was the plan to work with the communist Chinese to figure out how to engage uh, viruses jumping into humans, to protect them. Can you feel my air quotes? This is a thing, and it should be a thing. I've got more coming up. I'm Tony Katz. Representative Bob Gibbs, he's of Ohio, he's a Republican, and he has introduced articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden. Okay, people, move along. There's nothing to see here. His handling of the U.S.-Mexico border, the attempt to expand the federal moratorium on evictions, and the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan. Andy Biggs of Arizona, Brian Babin, and Randy Weber of Texas, they are co-sponsors. Look, it's, it's, it's not that I don't think that Joe Biden is guilty of a great number of things and is a completely inept man. Um, it's that this will go absolutely nowhere. Now, I, I, I get the politics of it. What does that matter? Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it and just keep doing it and just keep doing it. 
I would argue that when it comes to the eviction moratorium extension, knowing that it wouldn't pass the courts, uh, that is not uphold protecting and defending the Constitution of the United States, and that in and of itself is an impeachable offense. Abandoning Americans behind enemy lines? Americans that could then be used by terrorists against the United States? That's not aid and comfort to the enemy? And as for migration, uh, the Republic is is uh, tasked in the Constitution, Article 4, Section 4, with protecting the nation from invasion. So, you know, it's not that I don't disagree with these things conceptually. It's that this isn't going to go anywhere. Because the Democratic Party can't tell America, yeah, we were so desperate to get Trump out, we absolutely elected this damn old fool. This ignorant man, and oh, look what he's done. They can't admit it. They've got less than two years to get everything on the wish list done. And they're going to try and get everything on the wish list done. Why do you think they're pushing, as we were discussing yesterday, why do you think they're pushing this this idea, this push, this desire to raise the, the, the debt limit? Well, how else are they going to pay for their $3.5 trillion infrastructure package, which isn't about infrastructure? And they're so hardcore about this. If they don't get the full $3.5 trillion, you've got representatives like uh, Pramila Jayapal of Washington State. Yeah, we're going to scuttle everything. We're going we're to scuttle every bit of it. I'll get into more of that in a bit. Oh, the diehards are absolutely willing to do it. They are totally willing to die hard. Meanwhile, we got to get into a couple things. We talked about what's going on with COVID. What about how much the Chinese hid? How about the real story on masks and this thing that Oregon tried to put in place on outdoor masks? Jim Garrity of National Review has got the breakdown. That's up next. Keep it here.